Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying the Word, a Bible teaching podcast to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. This is episode four, titled A Thorn in the Flesh. What was it that was disturbing Paul so much in 2 Corinthians 12, 7, that he kept praying for God to remove it? We get the term thorn in the flesh from the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, 7. To keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Pride, in all its manifestations, is our most pervasive sin and the most dangerous to us spiritually. Anything God gives us to keep us humble and prayerfully dependent on Him is a great gift, even if that gift causes us some pain. Just like Paul's, our thorns weaken us. Sometimes they are visible to others, but often they are hidden from public view, known only to those who know us best. They are never romantic, never heroic. Rather, they almost always humble us in embarrassing rather than noble ways. They not only seem to impede our effectiveness and fruitfulness, but they also are more likely to detract from rather than enhance our reputations, which is why we, like Paul, plead with God to remove them. Whatever it was, and I believe it's fruitless to try to figure out what Paul's thorn in the flesh was, because the message is clear for us. God sometimes does not remove all difficulties from our lives even when we ask him to. Like Paul, a painful problem can continue every day. At these times, we learn to receive what we have been given. We learn humility. We remember we are weak and it is Jesus who is in charge. And we must learn also that the weakness of the flesh does not justify neglect of duty. We still must carry our cross and follow him as we're instructed in Mark 8, 34. So what exactly is the thorn in your flesh? Is it a minor thing you just wish you didn't have to deal with? Or, on the other hand, is it a major thing that you feel infiltrates so much of your life and you have prayed and pleaded with God, sometimes in tears, for it to be removed and tried everything in your power to get rid of it with no success? It might be visible to some or visible to none, But just the same, you want God to remove it completely from your life. Does 2 Corinthians 12, 7 concern you? Because God may be telling you no, or not now, too. Have you thought about your life if you were to wake up tomorrow and the thorn had been removed? Remember, Paul says it was given to him to keep him from being conceited. Have you considered what good thing the presence of this thorn may be? doing in your life? Is it controlling your pride, your conceit? Do you think you'd be sensitive to others who were suffering with this thorn once yours was removed? Or perhaps a benefit of the thorn was to keep something in check. This thorn you have, as painful as it is, may allow God to use you in the future or use you in the present as he did with Paul. The thorn in your flesh may be temporary. Mine was although I suffered with it for 43 years. Whatever the thorn the Lord allows you to suffer with, regardless of its duration, 
we need to remember what he told Paul in 2 Corinthians 12.9. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If today you are suffering with a thorn in your flesh, yours will be different from others, but its purpose will be similar. For we are given thorns that significantly weaken us in order to make us stronger. In the midst of Paul's suffering from his thorn, he says in verse 9, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So if the thorn you have was given to you by the Lord, it has a purpose and suits his plans, of which you are a part. May you always feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in what you think and say and in all you do, and may your walk reflect your love for Christ and your desire to apply his word.